Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast, where two seemingly meaningless people wake, wake up, up the their baby. baby. <laughs> as soon as we started, I heard this like because <laughs> we were talking normal. Yeah, like. yeah. Wait, I mean we were. You're still, you're talking normal yeah. now. But yeah. before this, we were talking like babies asleep talking. And not, he was doing. And then we hit record. Record, and it's like <laughs> first like, words ever. Hello, everyone. <laughs> All right, welcome to the podcast. Two seemingly meaningless people talk about very meaningful things and maybe have to hold their baby in the meantime. Maybe. Um, we'll see. All right, I'm Chris, and with me as always is my wife, Leslie. And our <laughs> stupefied cat. I wish we had a video. Just, I mean, talk about a blank that stare. That was creepy. Yeah, she zoned out. Totally zoned out. I think she's about out. to fall asleep, yeah. like, standing up on the She was couch. looking at me. She had one eye falling asleep earlier. <laughs> and she was looking at me like she was thinking about jumping over here. <laughs> and I think she said, I don't have the energy to do it. Oh, my goodness. It. Yeah. Yeah, she Cat looks life. pretty tired. Oh, there's a yawn. Oh, a big old yawn. <laughs> we love our animals very much. We actually just bought a <clears throat> collar. For our porch cat. Oh my goodness. We need to tell the story of the porch cat. You haven't told the story of the porch cat? No. Okay. So, just have the verse in your head, ask and you shall receive. Anyway. (laughs) So, we sit down to, we're on the front porch having a family council. Yes. Right? Which doesn't happen very often. No, the kids just had like a hankering. I think they had just watched Cheaper by the Dozen. And they have like these family council meetings Mm -hmm. and... Everyone, it's kind of like, you know, yeah. all Everyone, in favor. Let's all get together yeah, and do this. Of. Yeah. Well, Leslie. Well, we were talking about what we would do in our yard. We were on the oh, porch. We, oh, okay. Yeah. What we would like, you do? That's right. That's the context. Money to spare. What would you want to do to fix up our outside? And they had, we had talked for quite a while. And then I told everyone that I would like to have a ginger porch cat. Yeah, a yes. ginger porch cat, which I am in no way in favor of. Mm-hmm. No Be- one was. Because I had a cat growing up that was a semi-outside cat. We would let it out to do whatever, mm-hmm. and it would go. And and every night, I mean, not every night, but I remember distinctly at night going out and calling for that cat and calling for the cat, mm-hmm. just having all sorts of ideas mm-hmm. of these horrible things that had befallen it. Right. Uh, and... Yeah. yeah, he's from the city. Well, I mean, I was living in the country. Well, but your city, your city. But that doesn't make any sense. Because, I, I mean, I was living on an acreage. Right. With woods city. all around it. Not in the city. I mean... Wouldn't you say, though, you're more of city... You're like city folk. Well, I mean, it's not like city mouse, country mouse sort of thing going on here. I think it is. No. A little bit. Okay, maybe. Yes. I mean, I do wear cardigans. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get more no, city mouse. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, not a, not we... a big fan of the the outdoor cat. Yeah. One second. Welcome, Peter. <laughs> He's with us now. He has joined the group. Uh, he d- never likes to record us to record without him. No. He gets very jealous. Like, so anyway, yeah. that's what Leslie wants is a is a ginger outdoor cat. I'm totally opposed to it. And, and I convinced the children to be opposed well, to it. Well, they were already because you have influenced them with your city ways. I grew up in the country country where animals were an accessory. And if they if they wandered off and got killed, they wandered off and got killed. <laughs> 
<laughs> Your face. Yeah, I just no, don't. I, so the kids are like, what if it gets run over? And I was like, I will be fine. I want a porch cat. If it dies, it dies. <laughs> and they just couldn't, like, fathom what I was talking about. Anyway. Yeah, I can't fathom so either. So it was this long debate about whether animals It was not be- a debate. She would talk, <laughs> and we would all stare at her slack-jawed. <laughs> And finally, at the end of it, I said, well, I'm putting a ginger porch cat on my birthday list. <laughs> I remember Betsy said, oh, mom, yeah. the birthday list yeah, is like, woo. you can't argue with the birthday list. So that was my trump card. Um, anyhow, it was it was all in good fun. And then. Well, so then later that night, yeah. we're <laughs> sitting talking to Chrissy, our neighbor, and. It was late. It was late. Yeah, so we were outside at the fence, Mm -hmm. uh, the the west side. Which was random. Gate, just standing and talking. We're never outside. Yeah, yeah, we're not just going to stand outside and talk. Right. Uh, In the dark. She happened to come by, so. Yeah. We we went outside and we're talking. And we like hear. Hear a meow. Or maybe does the. The, the light, the, the light sensor came, came on. on. The light sensor came on that there was at movement. At the end of the sidewalk. So we've got, we've got these lights, that, outdoor <clears throat> floodlights that kick on when they sense movement. And it one kicked on and we hear a meow and we turn around <laughs> and walking through <laughs> it's our, head. yeah, just the head sticking through. Through the fence picket. A, a cat that has never been there before. Nope. Not just a cat though. A ginger cat. <laughs> We have never had cats like be visiting our house. It's not like we have cats all the time, no. and this just happened to be like we had just talked about it. <laughs> and then that night, meow, yeah, ginger cat, and he just he just turned and just stared at me like with a flat face, like what have you done? <laughs> yeah, and then. It comes on it through. It comes in and it's friendly and, and it's like, walks hey. right over to yeah, us. Yeah, Just like, hey guys, did you call? Yeah. Yeah. It was so it, weird. It was super weird. Yep. But, so, then, so we trust the Lord's sovereignty. <laughs> in a moment like that, you can't just be like, uh, I still don't want a ginger that's cat. That's a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. So, I then spent the next hour and a half outside with the cat. Mm-hmm. I went inside because. Orienting the, because it was a kitten. It was a young cat. Yeah. And uh, we have a dog that we put in the front yard at night. Uh, and I was afraid that the cat, being a kitten, would not be afraid of the dog. And the dog, I didn't know how he would handle a cat. Mm-hmm. He grew up with our cat, but I don't know that he would mm-hmm. treat all cats, you know. Right. And so I just kind of introduced them to one another. And cat would climb up a tree when the dog, you know, they just had their yeah. fun hour and a half out there. Um, and you had to get a ladder out. We had to get a ladder, <laughs> climb the tree to get the cat out of the tree. It was real funny yeah, watching yeah. it all happen. All because you asked and then you received. <laughs> so now we have a, a ginger cat. And so today, what's funny about that cat? Today. Um, oh, I'll tell you what's funny about that cat. What's funny about the cat? Well, it's like a repeat narrative in my life. Mm-hmm. I have these idyllic pictures of. Kind of children's bookish. Yeah. About marriage. (laughs) What a husband will be like. Yeah, yeah. No, just kind of a children's book vibe in my head. Like, I'm going to get this cat and it's going to sit on the porch in a little ball Mm -hmm. and purr. And that's it. 
But then reality happens every time. Yeah. And this cat is super annoying. <laughs> he drives me crazy. He's so, so, he always wants to come in. <laughs> and our other cat is always trying to get out. Yeah. So we've got an outdoor cat that wants to come in. We've got yes. an indoor cat that wants to go out. Yes. And it's all, every time we're at the door, there's this weird sort of. Yeah. It's you know, wild. standoff between like, the two sides. I try to tell people how wild our house is, like our life is. Mm-hmm. And the other day, my brother happened to be here at night. And he pulled up and he got out of his car. And the rooster starts crowing at like 9.30 mm-hmm. at night. Rooster's crowing. Dogs are barking like a chorus. Kids everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me like, and said, "What is what in the world? Yeah, is this? <laughs> Why is your rooster crowing? Yeah, he has no kids, <laughs> you know. So it's no. This was Pete. Oh, it was Pete. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Matt. No, was it was just. Day. I was like, I'm. I told you. And then the the cat jumped into our van. Yeah, right there in front of him. And I had told him about mm-hmm. her that or him that every time we open the door, I see what he did to me the other day. See. Chloe, like every day, every morning when I wake up and I'm in the bathroom getting ready or whatever, she comes and she paws at my legs and she'll jump on the vanity. And if I bend over to pick something up or whatever, mm-hmm. she'll jump on me. <laughs> uh, so she just wants to wants me to hold her. She seriously loves him. Yeah. Well, I'm outside with, uh, with Ginger, That's as it. we call him. Ginger. Sometimes Ginger. Our British, British, British ginger. When he's being really honorary, I call him Gingus. Uh, yeah, Genghis Cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he does the same thing, but he's got claws. Mm-hmm. So he starts climbing my leg, <laughs> and the claws are saying, "I'm like, cat, get down!" So I pushed him down. <laughs> well, he tries to climb the other way. He just yeah. really wants to get up. I pushed him. Down. I said, "Ginger, no." So I'm not paying attention. He crawls up on the table, and I turn around because I was picking up a broom. I turn mm-hmm. around, and he is poised to <laughs> leap at me. <laughs> And he's in the air. And I had to knock him at the last second. He was going to try and, and get latch, your cardigan. latch onto me. Latch onto your cardigan. Yeah, not my cardigan. It would have been bad. Yeah. Uh, latch. I was wearing a t-shirt, so it would have definitely that hurt. Definitely <clears throat> hurt. Uh, or he would have just clung to me. He's like, oh, golly. hey, I want you to hold me. I'm going to use my knives. <laughs> you use will Use my hold knives. Me. Yeah, yeah you, I'm going to be held to you. <laughs> Either by your hands or my claws. It's so funny. So he is fun. So well, what's funny is today, I was on Facebook mm-hmm. and I saw that someone was, "Hey, I can't find my cat. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can." And they, it was someone that lived a, several blocks away. Yeah, several blocks away. And I was like, and the picture is not. It's yeah, a, so it's a ginger know, cat. We know where Ginger yeah, came from. Yeah, we. It's is from our neighbor's litter. Yeah, and uh, she said it's okay. Just for the record. Yeah, she was... No, she didn't say it was okay. She said, please take him. Yeah, uh, we should have known then. then. But uh, I saw that, and I was like, you know what? That looks like our cat. It's a boy ginger mm-hmm. cat. Mm-hmm. And if some goob is driving down the street and is like, hey, there's that person's ginger cat. Right. Let me pick him up. Yeah. And then... So I went to the Dollar General and bought him a, See, a collar. See, that's where we're different. I'd go, well, there went my cat. There went my cat. <laughs> Why do you make it sound like you are a country bumpkin? Let's <laughs> just go, well, lost, there went my cat. Lost another and <laughs> Ding. I can dip in on the room. Another one will come along. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway. So. Yes. But super annoying cat. He jumps every. Yeah. It didn't matter whose car Well, I was is. backing out today and he <laughs> decided to jump onto the hood of my car as I was backing out. <laughs> and I had to stop and say, Ginger, no. Ginger, get down. So he jumped down. Well, I got back in the car. Then he jumped back on the hood again yeah. and walked over and was standing on the side mirror. Oh, my God. And wouldn't get off. <laughs> And so when I opened the door to get him off the side mirror, he tried to jump into the car. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. He jumped into mom's. I mean, she briefly came by to pick me up. I opened the door and he just leaps up onto her dash. Well, s- scariness. Mm-hmm. When we were changing the uh, battery on the church van, mm-hmm. the kids were about to, were hooking it up. And and I went to start it and Gideon said, no, don't. And I said, what? He said, Ginger's in there. Oh, dear. He had crawled into the <laughs> engine. See, I did lose. I lost some cats. To that. No, not to an engine. Yeah. Really? Well, like in a tractor. That wasn't the tractor engine. Oh. It was the track it was the lawnmower oh. attached to the back of the tractor. Oh yeah. Your cat got hacked up by a lawnmower. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was sad. Alright. Were you? Yeah, I think so. Oh golly. I was a little girl. Her name was Sugar. She was like a little white fluffy kitten. Oh, man. Anyway. Yowzer. I was fine. Ugh. I mean, we had some bad things happen to cats growing yeah. up. Yeah. I won't even... I could. You know what you've got? You've got some sort of like PTSD. Like, you've just grown... <laughs> it's like you've seen too much and your body's just grown cold. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, you've become desensitized. Like yeah. kids who play violent video games. Hey, speaking of the the church van battery... Tell everyone why you were changing the battery on the Cause, church fan. Because hogs are <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Speaking of animals. So we were coming home. What was this, Thanksgiving it was celebration? Our, it was our Thanksgiving. So it was yeah. Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. We had been we were at coming my home that parents. night. And it's, We'd been at my parents yeah, all day. It's dark and we're driving <laughs> down the road. 65 miles an hour. And what were we doing? We had actually, we'd been driving down the road saying, you know, sort of, what we were thankful for, and then saying, for his steadfast love endures forever. Yeah, so each person Psalms. would yeah. take a turn. So, you know, you've, you, you've got uh, Psalm, what is it, 137, somewhere in there. I can't remember. I'm going to look up real fast. Uh, and Which we had just read. Like, yeah, we read before. it for our, for our Thanksgiving Day sort of celebration. And, uh, and, and we're just, you know, rejoicing in uh, his, his steadfast <clears throat> love. Uh, and so it's 136. Uh, and after every line of Psalm 136, it's for his steadfast love endures forever. He did this. Let, you know, let him out of Egypt for his mm-hmm. steadfast love endures forever. Yeah. You know, save these people. <clears throat> so then we would say what had happened that day, what we were thankful for that year, and then say for his steadfast Everyone, love right. endures forever. All of us would together. Yeah. Uh, just sort of recognizing every good thing that we've got, yeah. we're thankful for because it's from the Lord. And so we had just done that. I mean, just finished and... We turn the corner and drive, and I mean, it hadn't been three minutes since yeah. we stopped it. Uh, and out of nowhere in the dark, just all of a sudden, on the road, highway. a wild, oh, yeah, on the highway, a wild hog, just whoo, out of the ditch, mm-hmm. right in front of our car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got that moment where you go, I can either try and swerve this car at 65 miles an hour, and who knows what's going to happen, mm-hmm. or I can hit this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if I swerve, maybe we miss it and there's no damage. Maybe we die, Mm -hmm. you know, or I can just hit it Mm -hmm. and there's going to be damage, but Mm -hmm. you're not going to die. 
Mm-hmm. And so... See, this is why I don't drive. So, whack. I mean, we just... I mean, I I eased a little bit over, but, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing... Mm-hmm. You know, try to mitigate a little bit. I mean, it hits so... A hog is huge, you Man. know. And it's 65 Solid. miles an hour. I mean, it was just a boom. Yep. So, and then... <laughs> There's a noise that starts coming out of our car. Uh, like, oh my goodness, what is it? And so all of this. So anyway, we get pulled over we finally. Just happened to be we, right just by right next to a big parking lot. Yeah, which is which, which is not a thing that yeah. happens here. There's no. like there's like two of them in a in a seven maybe mile. seven mile stretch. Two yeah. places that you could pull over reasonably. And we happened to be right across from it was one. Like well lit. Yeah, and yeah. So we pulled over. <clears throat> That's. Stupid hog. <laughs> we had hit it. It had moved the front, my front passenger side wheel three inches back to almost touching the wheel well. So from, I mean, from being centered, you know, driven, it just bent the the, the lower arm, the torsion. I mean, it's all just jacked up, pushed back. It'll drive. You just yeah. can't turn right. <laughs> You can't turn to the right, uh, but it'll. And we liked our. Still we go. liked their van. And don't, I mean, it's not dead to no, us. It is right now. It is. It can't do anything. So. And so we have a very kind and generous <laughs> and knowledgeable individual at our church, mm-hmm. Doctor Gary Adolph, uh, <clears throat> who is a dentist, <clears throat> but whose dad uh, was taught auto mechanics. Oh, okay. Uh, and so he's very knowledgeable. He and also so, knows about percolators. He also repaired our percolator, our 60-year-old percolator. Yes. Um, but anyway, him. he came out like the next day and was looking at it. And we're trying to figure out what we can do to fix it. Because yeah. I don't have fixing. We don't have, we have liability insurance. If this pig had sued us, we'd have been okay. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, it was fun so, times. And we need a lot of space to put but our people in. When When Chris got out to check the car... I was like, what do we say, kids? Yeah. And we all said, the, for his steadfast love endures forever. Because it, well, I mean, you just, it's one of those things where you just realize again, all of our lives could be snuffed out in a second. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything could have happened yeah. that night. And so we were just so thankful. No one even really was rattled. I think my heart raced a little bit, mm-hmm. but none of the kids even really screamed. Yeah. It was just very... Mm-hmm. Gracious of the Lord, but you know what my main takeaway was? What? Even when you're praising God, you're still in danger. That's a that's a very macabre takeaway. I don't know if that's the lesson we want to leave you guys with. Like, I don't think anybody's going to stop that and go, "Wow, that was deep, so impactful." Because if there's one thing I don't fear and have enough is fear. Right. Right. So. Well, you know, I, you know, I, there was a while I quit dealing with anxiety, and then Mrs. Gore reminded me, <laughs> even when I'm thinking of the Lord, I'm still in danger. No, okay, <laughs> there's a good, there's a good part to it. You ain't got there okay, yet. Let me see if I. <laughs> if there was a good part, you better even get there. No, and remember, sometimes... kids, even when we're thinking about how great God is, <laughs> He still so... might snuff us out. Go to bed. But he wouldn't be Now I lay me out. down to sleep. Please don't kill me. Amen. 
the, hey, how'd you know my nightly breath? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, sometimes you think, oh, you know, if I'm I'm going to church, oh, like I'm it's rubbing be a fine. genie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm in church. Nothing bad will happen to me. Um, no, you just need we just need the Lord always. <laughs> No, I think, well, I would, I would say what you realize is that no ill befalls the righteous. Yes. And so even when you hit pigs, it right. is not ill that has befallen you. Right. Right? This is still from the hand of the sovereign Lord whom you trust. That's so none exactly of, there's nothing to dread. what I meant to That's say. That's where you were going. I was yeah, going I there. Tell. You just I had to tell. give me more time. So, so <laughs> it, it is that, you know, no ill will befall the, the, the righteous. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, Which I think it's, just, tells it's us. always good for me to remember that I have no control over it. Because mm-hmm. I do, you do feel like I, you can manipulate. Like, yeah. oh, if I'm doing this, we're going to be Yeah, it, it, but the good thing is that as you're praising the Lord, what mm-hmm. it's teaching you is that it's all about his story, not yours. Yes. So the more you praise him, the more you get wrapped up in his story and right. you unwrap from your own. Yep. So then when something mm-hmm. comes into your life that was unexpected, mm-hmm. unplanned, or unwanted, mm-hmm. uh, you don't feel as if God has wronged you. Right. Because he's messed up your story. I right. want it told this way, and you're, right. and you're realizing, oh, wait, it's, we're not That's telling my story. That's always a good thing to remember. Because yeah. we do think it's our story. Yeah. And, you know... To what, where we even are wondering if other people are real or if they're all robots sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what we robots are supposed to say. Oh, stop To convince it. you right now that we're not... <laughs> No. Yeah, and you know what? Again, what always helps with that, remembering that it's not about you, is when I read the Bible. And it's like, of course it's about God, but you read about these these people, like the Israelites wandering for 40 years. I mean, they weren't living their best life now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It wasn't about them. Like, none of those stories are about the people. Mm -hmm. Because... Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But even as they wandered the wilderness, what did they have? Their shoes did not waste right. away. They were fed every day. Right. Like all of these good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that their story, which you know, in many ways was their story, mm-hmm. uh, that was preparing them for for mm-hmm. God's story. That God's story was how He prepares His people. Mm-hmm. So the two stories aren't detached. It's not like there's. There's our story and there's God's story. No, no, I know you're not saying mm-hmm. that. It's not like there's our story and God's story. What we understand is that our story is part of mm-hmm. of God's story. And so trust that he's crafting the story that is both best for us mm-hmm. and for his his yes. glory. So yeah. just a whole... It's not like... Because I think that's what people... They, they think that, oh, I am just storyless now. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm a nobody. Mm-hmm. No, you're a child of the king. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's going he's going to make your story a wonderful story. Mm-hmm. It just may not be the type of wonder that right. you know you are expecting story, but it could be. Mm-hmm. It is it is storybookish in the sense that it's it's what all storybooks are actually trying to emulate. Right? right? Uh, but just maybe not in the same, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of token, token way. But it's all God rescuing, mm-hmm. God redeeming, mm-hmm. and telling a great story through the lives mm-hmm. of of His people all over, yeah, all over yeah. the world. And it's just, I, I guess, when you're reading about them and you realize these are real people, like Jacob working all those years for mm-hmm. Laban, 
Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Those were long, tedious years. I'm sure he didn't feel like he was just... Yeah, going, this is just great. Right. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm laboring. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to know about that. Because, you know, what was that? Because I think sometimes we do sort of turn into like a labor camp. Uh Uh-huh. You know? And I wonder, you know, what it it really was like. It may not have been just, you know, he's out there sort of slaving away. Yeah. Maybe... There's good camaraderie, he's yeah. fellowshipping with with meals. believers good and yeah, taken night. care of, and so even that's why you know I was trying to get at, even in his laboring, right? There probably got there's great provision from the Lord in that, right. and then the ultimate end, which is the provision of a wife, yeah. Uh, and the same thing you see with you know we think of the Israelites and they're grumbling and complaining, but mm-hmm. imagine if you had a story where you had shoes that never wore out. I mean, if not, <laughs> I mean if you were like I had these shoes and they never wore out, people would be like. That's a miracle. Like, yeah, now imagine, uh, you know, a million people whose shoes right. don't wear out. They were they were in the midst of a really great yeah. miracle on their behalf. Yeah. Food from the sky. I mean, so they're grumbling and complaining and in the wilderness, but hey, I'd take you know, exactly. daily, you know, that sort yeah. of... So God is, is doing these, <clears throat> these, even these great things there. So, yeah, wouldn't have, wouldn't have written a story where a hog jumped out no. and ripped the front half of our... Never. It, it's, and it's really weird. There's like zero cosmetic damage to the van. Yeah, it looks Like if fine. you look at the van, it looks fine. There's a little piece of the front right fender that's, that was ripped away. But and then you you wouldn't notice anything till you go and look at the tire and you go well that's not centered mm-hmm. that thing's up against the or back or you turn right or you turn and it goes it's and, a it horrible like, and, like, and then you can't like you can't turn back to the left it like gets caught up in the metal mm-hmm. you have to force your tire back to the left which is not good for tires I found out yeah. not good for tires so anyway it was funny we were. I was like, well, I just won't turn, I won't turn right. I'll just mm-hmm. turn left. And everyone was like, <laughs> and I was like, no, really, I'm going to do that. And they were like, really? I was like, yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm still, not getting my car towed. I still like, said when you missed our turn, I was like, babe, babe, that's where we turned. I was like, no, I got to turn left. <laughs> and we got that. She went, oh, oh you get home by just yeah. turning left. So anyway, he's a smarty. He's a smart guy. Thankfully it was doable. So yeah, interesting, interesting start to the week. Mm-hmm. So, I want to dedicate it to something, uh, my dedication. We haven't started dedication. What did you start with? Was that not your dedication no, to the we ginger kit? No. What did you dedicate it Nothing. To? Yeah. Nothing? Well, you do your dedication. Okay. I want to dedicate this episode to raclette cheese. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And the rac- raclette Yeah, we got to... Tell us about the raclette grill. Am Leslie. I saying it right? Mm-hmm. So I heard about this from friends. Never heard of it before. Not the show. Actual people. Yes, from actual people. And it sounded so fun that I started looking up these grills. And what it is, is it's like a, it's like a griddle. Yeah. You plug in at your table. I think, it, I think of it as like a griddle slash fondue. Yeah. Well, some of them have fondue pots attached. Yeah. Which, wouldn't that be fun? Oh, um, yeah. Just so, a, oh, man. Yeah, like... I will hold me back. Should we pause and order that right now? Well, I mean, if you want uh, okay. to. Okay. Because we need a dessert option on that. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. So, um, anyhow, it has, uh, like, ours has eight trays that go underneath it that you put cheese in. It kind of looks like those warmer things at restaurants or weddings. Uh-huh. Like those... those uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big serving Yeah, things. serving warmers. Yeah, so, anyway, every... December 1st, I like to kick off the Christmas season with a special gift for the kids. And, like, last year I got them 
really beautiful bedroom slippers and I kept thinking that would be a really fun thing to do to start December with is this grill. <clears throat> so I kept looking and reading reviews and there's so many out there, but finally went with the one that matched our decor. As one is prone to do. May have cost a little extra, like mm -hmm. the Vitamix, but you know, now I won't hate the side of it. Yeah. Because if there's one thing we're going to do, it's it's have the raclette out. <laughs> we're going to stare all at the it. time. Yeah, it's going to be a centerpiece. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we got it, and then we had to get all the food to go with it, including the cheese. Which... Yeah. So it's like little. It's like a. Gr so what it is? It's like a griddle on top. Yeah. That you can put meats and yeah. potatoes. Potatoes. So the more traditional meal, I think it's. Isn't it a Swiss thing? Yeah, I think so. From what I've read, is cold cuts, like gold potatoes or fingerlings, and the cheese, raclette mm -hmm. cheese, and little, what are the pickles? Gherkins. Yeah. Cornicons? How do you say that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. Cornicons? Yeah. I didn't say Anyway, it. little pickles. <laughs> you tap in little pickles. <laughs> little pickles? Like you gave them little pickles. <laughs> Sounds so chic. So we went that route the first mm -hmm. time. There's lots of different options you can do. They were like, like the the manual was talking about how to make quesadillas. Yeah, on it. yeah. You so make... you put your cheese. So you got to get this raclette cheese. Uh huh. You don't have to, but no. it's it's the... the grill is called a raclette grill. Right. So I guess it just is the kind of cheese. Yeah. It's a specific type of cheese that normally Which works. Kind of hard to find. It was. Yeah. And very expensive. Yes. Yes. It didn't was. know that. So now we kind of we kind of overshot how much we needed. Yeah, I think we got twice what we needed. We did. So now we can do it again. But I got so we had to go to this. Was, it was much. We were going to go to Sprouts, where it was much cheaper. Uh huh. But they didn't have where they did have it was Whole Foods. I'd never been to Whole Foods before. Hadn't so I go to get this cheese. We needed like three pounds, three and a half pounds. I don't remember. Something, it was right at three pounds, a little bit more than three pounds. And they had one there, three and a half pounds. So, oh, perfect. So I pick it up. $77. For the cheese. $77. And I just looked and I was like, you got to be kidding me. And if this but not been... shocking. I wasn't shocked that she had not realized that the cheese, the specific cheese. So I had... Was like, all right, you can get this grill. We'll splurge. You can get it. Not realizing that the cheese would cost more than the grill. Did it cost more than the grill? Let's not talk Moving about on. that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, I call her back. I was like, we cannot get three and a half pounds of this cheese. I'm, I mean, seventy cent. I was like, what do you? Are you sure that's how much we need? So she was like, well. You can knock some of that off. Yeah, because I just was going by an article I read that said you need seven ounces, seven ounces per, per person. person. Yeah. yeah, and so we just did six six people. Yeah, you know we've got more than that, but we you know sort of fudged a little because some of them are little, and but we were also going to have Miss uh, her her mom come, so we had to add one. And anyway, so I asked the guy to to knock it off, and and he said, "Do you want me to go plus or or minus you know three pounds? Where you want me to?" To get, and I was like, "Listen, buddy, if you knock anything off, mm -hmm. you're saving me a ton of money. Mm -hmm. So just, you're not gonna upset me at all yeah. if it's over or below. Like yeah. I'm just that you're just you're knocking off dollar bills when you do that. Yeah. Uh, and he was doing it. And he said, "Well, actually, it's on sale." Mm -hmm. And 
he told me the sale price, and I said, man, you guys are like giving it away. And they both laughed because it was still very expensive. <laughs> cheese uh and so first only thing i bought at whole foods you're only such thing. a good sport about it though. oh well, yeah i didn't want to ruin it for well, you and if it hadn't been the day before we were going to use it we were kind of in a crunch mm-hmm. uh we could have taken more time waited for sprouts it, to get it back no, in stock maybe, i don't know what we would have done but it was one of those like we just gotta do it just do it yeah. get home and don't talk about it yeah so I got it to the front, and the the checker was actually like, the checkout lady was like, oh, this makes me so happy that you're getting Riclette cheese. Why? I don't know. I didn't know. She just made her happy. She said, oh, this makes me so happy. She must know. She must Oh, I'm sure she does. Either that or she's like. Maybe she I, says that to everyone. Yeah. Oh, this cheese makes me so happy. Yeah. But anyway, and, and it so, was on sale because we're Amazon Prime members, so we got even oh, more off the sale okay. price. So, so we got that $77 cheese. You know what? For $55. <laughs> but now, how much does it cost for us to like go eat out? Yes, l- less than that. But, not much. But not much. I mean, not yeah. much. And all we had was the cheese. We didn't have to pay for the other food. Right, or the grill. Or the grill. That yeah, was it was basically... <laughs> Yeah. Anyhow, all that to say, the next day, we, Chris took the kids to the church and I got everything set up and I just laid wax paper down the whole middle of the table, Mm -hmm. put the grill in the middle, plugged it in and then all around it I had bread, Mm -hmm. we had pumpernickel bread and French bread and all kinds of cold cuts and uh, little pearl onions and Mm -hmm. It was and the kids had fun slicing things, fun. putting them on the grill. The cheese would melt. So the cheese melts underneath it while the grill is doing its thing. And you, you wait till your cheese melts. You can see it bubbly. And you you get your meats off or whatever. You might have toasted some, some bread. And mm-hmm. you make a little sandwich. And then that cheese just, just slides out of those little mm-hmm. uh, trays that it's in. And it just... Just, slides right oh, over the top of like, yeah, and your potatoes. Is, it's a really neat cheese, which I don't, I've said a lot in my life. Um, <laughs> in that it comes out really easy. It pours, but then gets, firms up really quick. Uh-huh. So it pours, and then it's like, it's almost like the cheese version of that uh, chocolate shell stuff. Yeah. Because it pours, but then it didn't run over. It just kind of hardens up, but not hard. Not hard. Just, just, Goes back to a, like a soft cheese. Yeah, and it was it's really good, very was, mild. Yeah, and the kids yeah. liked it. It was mm-hmm. it was good for a kid. Oh, on potatoes, so good on potatoes. Yeah, it was really so good. Potatoes, it was a treat. The potatoes you just get like Yukon Gold or mm-hmm. something like that, and like those little tiny round. Yeah, yeah. Yellow potatoes yeah. would be so good. Um, and you just boil them until they're sort of tender. You mm-hmm. know. You don't want them to be mushy. And you can put them on the grill yeah, if you, you want. Yeah, you grill them. them and, and, yeah. It was so good. It was, it was a great and it, it was exactly what my friends had told me. It's just like a, a long interactive meal where you linger at the table. Everyone and you has... accuse people of stealing your ham. <laughs> like, I put three pieces of ham up there. How come there are only two pieces? Where's my salami? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, it was fun for everyone. So, good times. And... I think we'll use it again. On oh Saturday. yeah! In fact, Sabbath we're dinner. talking about well, we use it on Sabbath dinner, but we're already talking about getting another one. Yeah, because with a family our size, one raclette grill yeah is a pretty tight space. Yeah, for people to all have their. So if we had it, if we had a second one. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway. Fun winter time activity. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Good dedication. And by the way, you can use different cheese. Yeah, yeah. We uh, just wanted we, to use the raclette right off the bat. We wanted to do it the mm-hmm. right way the first time. And it's not. I mean, it's not that it. it okay, so it is. A, it was it's expensive. Expensive because it's like it's, it's like twenty bucks a pound. Yeah. But it was cheaper at Sprouts. There are other cheeses that are more expensive than that, but yeah, not many. So, anyway, yeah, good fun time. Mm-hmm. All right. So my dedication mm-hmm. is actually in response to a to a user email. Uh, a listener email and, and text message about um, uh, creating a, a... So I'm going to dedicate it to parental control software. Right. <laughs> and so their question was, what can you do? Because we had mentioned how we have the kids' stuff locked down. Mm-hmm. Like if their electronic devices and all that. And they're in a situation where uh, one of the kids, uh, without getting into the, the whole family uh, dynamic there, uh, they've got a kid that's sort of exploratory in that sort of realm, and they're, it's kind of been you know, almost forced upon them trying to figure out now, oh, emergency, oh. we got to figure out how to lock this down. Right. And I would say, one, we're, we are in a, a blessed time in that there are many options out there. And I thought about, like, you know, mentioning Covenant Eyes, which is a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got different routers now. You, if you've got a router, it probably has a parental control thing on there uh, that you can set in terms of, you know, turning it off at night, which is what I would definitely do where the internet can't be gotten on at night. That's when shenanigans happen. Uh, but also that... Uh, monitors their activity or just block certain websites mm-hmm. more than monitors normally. So Covenant Eyes, your router might have something on there. <clears throat> Bark is another one that's really popular. I think his iPhones are great in that you can get some really good parental control mm-hmm. stuff. And it's it's pretty mm-hmm. solid, mm-hmm. you know. So iPhones do a good job just in themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, but all that to say, I, so I how these things, what am I going to recommend? And I realized... Like, it is going to change. Mm. So what I would recommend is is more about your approach mm-hmm. to the devices than a particular program. Because here's, here's the issue. You cannot think that just getting a program is the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay? So mm-hmm. I use Covenant Eyes, and I like something like Covenant Here's what I think you need. You need something that is both blocking and providing some sort of accountability mm-hmm. in this way. Like where it's sending you a report about what they're getting on. Mm-hmm. Or where it's not just like, okay, I think I've locked the gate. You want, And you might be like, well, isn't this an invasion of privacy? Or this company is going to be seeing all the websites I go to. Look, it is worth it. Right. Right? They're not, they're not stealing uh, your uh, user data or all that. Um, you want something that is, that is going to block and keep them from going places but that is also going to tell you when they try to go to places, mm. right? You don't just want to know that they were, you, you want to yeah, find out yeah, that there yeah. were 37 attempts to get around the firewall, yeah. right? Uh, rather than just going, oh, I'm sure it's just fine. Mm-hmm. So, so I would recommend things that have accountability and, and more and more of the programs are moving toward that. Like I said, Covenant Eyes is the one that, that I use. It was the first one that really focused on accountability, mm-hmm. but I think most of them now have, have so something it, like that. Like it sends an email to... Yeah, yeah, it'll send an email to, to, like, if you're the parent, it'll send an email to Mm -hmm. you. But there are, uh, with, there are different, there are different apps out there. 
there are apps you can get on your phone. That's what I'm saying. It, it, for computers, it's one thing. For phones, it's another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, you can't go wrong with almost any of these. And you've got to mo- – so what I don't want you to think is, well, he's going to give me the one that I don't have to monitor, mm-hmm. right, or that I don't have to worry about. You need to be checking this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so what I suggest is get it on your phone mm-hmm. and then – you try mm-hmm. and break through it. Yeah. You try and figure out, you know, <laughs> if I type, let's say I type in something in a search engine. Yeah. Uh, is it, what's it going to do? What's it going to pull up and not pull up? Is it going to notify me mm-hmm. if that happens? Uh, and just for us personally, on our kids' devices, they don't have any internet access. Uh, they use, they have, they have uh, Chromebooks. So it does use Google Chrome that way. But every uh, site that they go to, whether it's Chrome Docs or whatever, they have to get our permission mm-hmm. for. We have to give them permission for every like site. through a password. Through yeah, like it comes to me and says they would like to yeah uh, see this, and then of course we get updates on there. And I would recommend looking at their if you allow them to have social media, make sure you're checking their messengers. Stay, I would stay away from things like Instagram or mm-hmm. Snapchat. Just do not. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, that, that's the thing is that you've got to, in, in this world, you are the one letting this into the home. Mm-hmm. There is no demand from Scripture that your kids have a smartphone. Right. Like if, if you want, you're like, I want them to be able to reach me. There are plenty of phones out there where they can call you without them having to have unfettered access. Right. To the internet, right? Uh, so you can't do the, well, I want them to be able to get in contact with me. There's those options. Right. That don't, so if, if you're like, they've got to have a smartphone, it's probably because they're telling you they want one. Mm-hmm. And you are fearing them yeah. more than you're fearing the discipline of the Lord if you don't do your job as a parent and protect your children. Mm-hmm. So don't do that, right? Uh, do, like, <laughs> recognize the responsibility that you're taking on. By giving them this. I mean, be like giving them a gun, mm-hmm. but someone else has the ability to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the internet is. Mm-hmm. It's not just that your kids have to go looking. The internet is looking for your kids. Yeah, That's the weird thing. There are people looking for your kids' social media accounts. Mm-hmm. There are weirdos out there who are trying to create uh, material that poses as children's material to get past you know, YouTube settings or Facebook uh, algorithms. There are people who do that for a job, mm-hmm. right? So you cannot, you cannot just give your kids mm. something and think, well, I've locked it down. We don't have to have any discussions or, or, or whatever. I don't need to take it yeah. and look through it, you know, however I can. Uh, so, I mean, that's my recommendation. There's plenty, plenty of things out there, mm-hmm. but you, you have to be actively involved in yeah. it because it is real easy to think, no, I've got it locked down. I'm sure everything's fine. Yeah. And, and there's, there's even more to it than just, you know, keeping them away from bad websites and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like the, I've read so much about the effect of filters on young girls who, who just aren't developed enough mentally to... They they get locked into this the way they look in a filter, and mm. these things they impact your yeah. kids, and you just got you have to be so careful. Yeah, because um, it it all just seems fun, but just really think through what what effect might this have on mm-hmm. on them. And the, I think the great and I would tell you this the greatest tool you have 
in in overcoming this in them and protecting from it is teaching them to feast on the Lord. Mm-hmm. If you make your home a place of feasting on the good, then the bad will seem yeah. just unappetizing. Yeah. Uh, and so ultimately, I think that's where you want to get. Right. Where they don't have an appetite for those mm-hmm. things. Where, the, where right. they would not even choose them mm-hmm. because that can't even compare mm-hmm. to, to what the Lord has promised and offered and what they've seen. Yeah. So that's where I would, I mean, that's the positive side of mm-hmm. it. The greatest protection you have is to have a godly home life mm-hmm. where you're singing about the Lord, where you're talking about mm-hmm. the Lord, where you're being a godly parent, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and... And showing what the joys of self-control in these things and talking about, you know, uh, how the world is just going to feed you the trash and, and, yeah. and then, and then having those other things. And uh, that, there's a real commitment in that. And it's something we, we continually are, are learning about because, you know, it's easy to be like, no, you can't have a phone, but I'm on mine all the time having mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, I want you to have better things in life. I want you to read. Yeah, yeah, I want you to play outside. Yeah. But here I am on this yeah. device all day. Staring at Facebook all day. Watching and going, videos that, that... And of course your kids are going, that must be really fun because yeah. that's what my parents like to do. All the time. Yeah. So. yeah, so don't be at home. You've got your kids there. And why do they want a phone? Because apparently the phone is the only way to get in contact with you. Because <laughs> you're sitting there looking at your phone. It's more interesting than them. And it's obviously more interesting to you than books. Than books and or anything else going on in the house. Making something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So it's, I mean, that's difficult. Because mm-hmm. it's easy to get, you know how it is when you like look up and you realize you got sucked into the loop. The loop. I got sucked in a YouTube loop. Yeah, it just happens and... And the older our kids get, the more I think that is so, I've got to mm-hmm. keep a, a rain a on myself. On that. Yeah. 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 Practice what I preach. Yeah. So, so and, and the other thing, the thing that people don't think about that I think is also a, a danger is the streaming services that you bring into your house. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon, mm. Netflix. They all have pretty rancorous oh, material on them. Horrid. That if you think, okay, we don't have, uh, we don't have smartphones, or they don't have, they're not getting on the internet. If they can just get on Netflix, yeah, yeah, that's all they need. Right. Like that's, I mean, that's totally. more than enough. Same thing with Amazon. They can get on Am- Like if you're like, okay, they can't get on <laughs> Safari or they can't surf mm-hmm. the web. Well, they don't need to if they can just go downstairs and turn on the TV mm-hmm. and or turn on their PlayStation console in their bedroom at night mm-hmm. and and watch whatever. Mm-hmm. So you've got to figure out what to do about that. Yeah, and again, can. that's something you're choosing to bring into the home. So the responsibility is on you. The responsibility is always on the parent. You're like, think about it. If you brought in a ba- a sack of books mm-hmm. and you were like, all right, I've got, I brought, I'm bringing this sack of books that we can go through. And you know that 30 of them are going to be straight pornography. Mm-hmm. Like you would go, Ugh. what would you do? You, mm-hmm. one, you'd probably, not, you'd probably not bring the sack in Honestly. the house, if we're honest, right? Didn't matter how many good books were in there. If you knew that there's no way to take those other ones out, mm-hmm. uh, you would probably just not even bring the sack in. Mm-hmm. And so think about that uh, because you don't, as, whether it's cable, same thing with, uh, you know, satellite TV or anything, your, your 
in order to bring in your ESPN or your Hallmark channel or whatever, you're opening up mm. the these other things too. Mm. And if you would not do that with a sack of books mm. or a whatever, then just think, do I really need this? Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, I okay. would say be be Pause very it. very. I'm gonna go burn everything. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all our internet devices are are gone. Um, yeah, so just don't let them don't let them have any devices that they can get on mm. to even those things. Um, that's uh, just another. I think thing, a thing that people don't think about right. is streaming services, and that you they've got. I mean, all you you don't even want to. Oh. I mean, just the top the other day the top ten. Of Netflix that I saw. This is before we canceled Netflix. Was uh, I think three of them were basically softcore pornography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, three of the top ten. So if someone's just going down, like, what's hot on yeah, Netflix? Yeah, trending now. And the and the pictures don't look like that on the front, and they don't have like cheesy like you know uh, uh, titles or anything like mm-hmm. that where you would know right. this is some sort of of weirdness. Uh, it just looked like a normal show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway. I had the opposite happen to me. I won't go into it, but it was obviously <laughs> not what I was searching for. No, that you, you know? pulled up on that, like, hmm, I'm looking for this, and it's like, oh, that's not, That's no, definitely, no, absolutely not what, not I'm, what I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for. That's what we used to, yeah, I remember, you know, putting in searches, and Amazon used to do this where the would give you yeah. videos as you were putting it in. You're oh. like, don't look, don't look, don't look. And Hate then it was it. like, what in the world are we Hate doing? It. That's exactly where yeah, this happened. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so recognize these things. There's plenty that you can do, but you've got to do it. You, there's no answer where you can be passive as a parent. Yeah. Uh, if you're giving them the devices, if you're letting the things in the home, you're also accepting the responsibility to monitor them. Mm-hmm. Just like you wouldn't let a stranger in the house mm-hmm. and say... I'm sure he's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to monitor where he's going right. wh- or what the children are doing with right. him uh, or her. The same thing. You are letting in outside voices, mm-hmm. uh, godless and sometimes anti-God voices, and, and you've got a responsibility. So that's what I'm dedicating it to. There are things out there to help you do that, but you cannot be passive. Mm-hmm. You've got to actively... You, you just can't be lazy. That's what I should say. You can't be lazy. Yeah. It is often laziness that allows these devices into the home, and then we're lazy even when they're there. Yeah, so, and super lazy about the thought of getting rid of them. It's like... Yeah, oh, oh yeah, but, and lazy about saying, you know what? I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't be here. Let's lop it off. who wants to do that? No. It's not fun. No, it would be better, a hundred times better for your kids for you to say, look, we got these, and I found out these things are, are are bad. I can't control it. We're going to have to step down. And you know what? It might mean you have to step down from a smartphone. Mm-hmm. Like, you, if you're like, if that's going to help you talk to your kids about them getting rid of one, then by all means do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Get the locks. And you're going to have to get the locks on your devices, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get the locks on your things because you can't. I mean, what if they pick up your phone? Mm-hmm. You know, so all of these things to protect Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, you've decided to let all this stuff in. Yeah. So it's on you. It's yeah. on you. It's not on them. Uh, it's on you. So 
Wasn't that a great dedication? Aren't you excited yeah. about that? Sorry for that little damper. <laughs> everyone's getting there, everyone's like TV. smashing their phones right now. <laughs> Our podcast listening is gonna go down because oh, no man. one's got no one's got smartphones. All ten of you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I know what you want to talk about today. Because how we're at an hour. No, not quite. Oh, yeah, we are. We're at fifty-seven minutes. Well, that was quite a topic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was a topic. So, let's just do a quick, let's just do a quick encouragement. And then we'll jump back on tomorrow and talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. A quick encouragement. About Christmas. I thought you were talking about a quick encouraging, like, surprise jello salad. Oh, no. Okay. Quick encouragement about Christmas. And Uh, then we could talk more about it. Christmas is awesome. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Woohoo. No, it's December 2nd as we're recording this. We still have plenty of time. Wow, I don't believe you that it's December 2nd. That's crazy. Do you think it's before or after that? It feels like it's before, but I know December started. Yeah, because of the reclet. Mm -hmm. Mark the days. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so um, you're coming on. It's Advent season. The, it's not too begun. late to it is, jump in yeah, on Advent. Yes. I mean, get something that will... Because we always get in these debates about, you know, what do I do with Santa or not do with Santa? And what do I do about... Yeah. And and really, those become non-issues mm-hmm. if the whole month mm-hmm. is about thinking about the Lord. I mean, yeah. here... Because this is what I tell people. Like, if you make the month about Jesus, mm-hmm. Santa's no competition. Mm-hmm. Like, Santa can't beat that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it won't beat it for you either. And it won't, yeah. You'll yeah, get yeah. to a point normally where you're yeah, like, you know you what? Know what? We don't, we don't. What are we doing? Yeah, we don't need this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you don't have, but you don't have to worry about, so if they hear the name Santa, or if we say, or if they're yeah. taken away or whatever, that that's going to change. Like, if, it, so if you focus in, in this month about making it, about the great anticipation mm-hmm. of the coming of our Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. which is just a great—I mean, this is the be- this is like the beginning of the Christian calendar, mm-hmm. right? This is like the kickoff mm-hmm. uh, for what's going to be just this stream of holy events going mm-hmm. up to Pentecost, and then we sort of coast till we come back around. Yeah, to, to and Advent. that's what we'll we'll talk about next time, like oh, okay, in depth about the. Yeah, having sort of a, more of a holy calendar rather yeah. than a secular calendar. Yeah. And yeah, it's sad that, that people, your kids probably know more about the 4th of July than they do Pentecost. Mm-hmm. But that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But, but right now, let me encourage you, just do something. Mm-hmm. I, I had someone, I, I had posted about what, so we do our gathering every day at 3.30. We've talked about that, mm-hmm. right? So they know. Uh, and we were doing an Advent-themed one uh, because it's Advent season. So I was texting out through the app uh, like what verses we were going to be looking at that day so mm-hmm. that they could read them at home and, and be ready for the gathering so the kids would have heard it and questions and all that and have a, just a good browsing talk. Uh, and someone said, uh, who's probably listening, mm-hmm. um, you know, should I do, are you going to do that every day? Because then I'll do your Advent thing mm-hmm. if I can't make it and I'll listen I was like look you do your thing mm-hmm. because uh because you doing anything is going to be great right right and and I would even rather you take the initiative and the responsibility of finding more texts mm-hmm. and sort of leading the advent thoughts rather than uh than the other way although I love I love you know uh 
people who are like, hey, I like what you're doing. It's awesome. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, just do just do anything. Anything. Make it's going to be so... Much ado. Make much. Like, you cannot, you cannot overdo the coming of our Savior. Right. Like, you can't overdo building up the anticipation of the Lord fulfilling all of His promises mm-hmm. in Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, this day that we're leading up to is... I mean, it's the day, right? And so this is going to be just a, a, a great season. If you'll just, I mean, there's plenty in the beginnings of Matthew and Luke mm-hmm. and John to, to give you lots to talk about, lots of things to, to fill your days and so, plenty of songs to sing. Oh, man. I mean, we've been, we've been opening our, our Christmas songbook and whatever song is there, we sing. Yeah, that's what we're going with. <laughs> Yeah. Which has been fun. Yeah. There's it's been just, interesting. There's but, so many fun things to do, too, to get your kids, like, jazzed up about Christmas. Yeah, and you don't have to make it some somber... No, like, what what we did tonight. Yeah, we made 3D paper... Uh, snowflakes. Snowflakes. Yeah. And then we just had a blast taking pictures of us playing with our 3D... <laughs> Making boomerang, uh, yeah, boomerang yeah. videos. So... Uh, just, just if you make however you choose to make much of it, yeah, you are not going to out celebrate the host of heaven, right. right? You're not gonna, you're not gonna overdo how the cloud, fi- how the clouds filled with heavenly hosts to sing about how great this day mm. was. Uh, but you can try and model it. Yeah, you can sure try. Yeah, uh, because this season is just an amazing, uh, amazing time of year. Uh, and and if you if you make it about Jesus, and if you talk about Him, and if you just even talk about the the Old Testament saints and their anticipation of this day, and um, you just you'll just fill your house with true mm-hmm. joy that we often try and mimic with uh, all these other secondary mm-hmm. things. Uh, mm-hmm. But this will be real joy, mm-hmm. real happiness. You'll see the Holy Spirit use it. Um, yeah. And that's, so that's how, you know, yeah. that's your, make that for your jello salad. <laughs> uh, just do something. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, and there's books out there. And there's we'll, so many, you know, different we'll Advent books. We'll talk about like, um, just practical, like we could talk about books and I'll give mm-hmm. some practical ideas yeah. for for fun things to do with your kids. We'll do that next time and you, we won't tell you what day it is. So you won't know when we were able to record it. Because it's not going to be tomorrow night. I'll be like, and it's not going to be the night after that. December and it, I was just looking, thinking about our schedule. I was like, I we was don't too. have any open nights for a week. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead. You want to do a jello salad before sure. we go? Sure. Uh, it's my turn, right? Yeah. Uh, favorite place to have coffee and the type of coffee you oh, get there. Oh, mercy. Favorite place to have coffee like in the house? Oh, that's a good Is one. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No, I meant like your favorite <laughs> coffee shop. I thought you meant favorite chair. Mm-hmm. It, well, it used to be Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. I would go to Cracker Barrel. Who has the best just plain coffee? Cracker Barrel has great plain, like yeah. like your mama's black coffee. I don't, I don't think people say that. No one says black coffee like mama used to make it. If you're looking for your mama's black coffee, <laughs> think that's a thing. 
Coffee like mama used to make it. <laughs> no, I mean just kind of like good black nondescript. <laughs> Man, it sounds like your mama could really whip up a pot. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, just like good, normal, it's not, tasteless, no, hot tar. It's not, it's not bitter. It's just good black coffee. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like mama used to make. <laughs> like mama still makes. What are you talking about? Never heard, have some tomorrow. never heard like mama used to make a dish with coffee. Um, so yeah, I used to go there in college because I was super cool. <laughs> I'd go there and do my studying and have mm. coffee at Cracker Barrel like every other day, probably. Oh my goodness. I would say I like Starbucks, but I loathe Starbucks and all they stand for. Yeah. But if I'm driving by one... It's real tempting. Or even if we're not (laughs) driving by one. She's going to be honest here. (laughs) Even when we're not driving Uh, by one, she might say. A hot caramel macchiato. You got five bucks in your pocket. (laughs) So ridiculous. I tried to pay them with raclette cheese the other day. (laughs) Didn't go for it. Although if anybody would know a raclette, I think it'd be people who work at Probably. Yeah. Um, What about you? I'll be thinking. Favorite place to get coffee? Yeah. The house that I make. Yeah. Well, I mean, our percolator, right? Our percolator makes the best coffee. It makes... Can't even touch it. Good. Hot. Hot. Coffee. Too hot sometimes. So we have a big Cuisinart coffee pot that we use in the morning. We make like... 12 cups. 12 cups. I have to heat it up before I drink it. 20 seconds. Yeah. The percolator, if you heat that up in the microwave... You You're, will melt your face. Yeah, you really yeah, It's will. already hot. It's so hot. And it's so good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say, too, that's my favorite cup of coffee. And I love to drink coffee outside when it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Like in a good rocking chair. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I like to buy coffee mm-hmm. when I'm out. When you're out. I know how much it costs mm-hmm. to make it. It's mm-hmm. like breakfast. Mm-hmm. I just can't pay know? for it. I don't know if this is still the, the case, but if you're traveling and you just go into Cracker Barrel to get a cup of coffee to go, they give it to you for free hmm. as a hospitality gesture. I wonder if they still do audiobooks. Oh, I don't know. Do we still have, like, we still have CD players in cars, CD players? right? Yeah, we've got a CD player in our car. I bet they do. Hmm. That was so fun, wasn't it? In the old oh, days. Oh, man. I've, I've got so many audiobooks from Cracker from Barrel. Cracker Barrel. I did from Hastings. It was like the too. world's worst blockbuster. Because you never knew what was going to be there. They could have 30 of the same one. <laughs> and like all, and like everything cowboy western. Right. Like that. Motivational deals. Yeah. And yeah. I remember my mom and I got uh, the first Twilight book. And listened to it on the way to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And we were both so wanting to know what was going to happen. Neither of us slept at all. <laughs> like the whole 12 hours. We were so That's tired so when we got there. Yeah, yeah. I never slept on the 12 hours drive either to Kentucky. Because I was driving. We were driving. Yeah. <laughs> on one of those trips. This is so random. We were running out of time. On one of those trips. Uh, I remember I got this really cool story about like fighter pilots or something. Mm-hmm. It was like a war yeah. deal, and you know, I got it. You had to get it until I get it in Tulsa, uh-huh. and it would last me till Kentucky. You know, I try mm-hmm. and look for one that was around the twelve-hour range because mm-hmm. that's where I had to turn it in. Was in Kentucky, 
So I get it in Tulsa. I start driving. I get, and once you get out of Tulsa, you know, you're done. You know, you're yeah. out. No, you're on the turnpike. Right. I make right. it 30 minutes in and I go, this is, sounds really familiar. Oh, no. And I was like, it started going, I was like, I've heard this one. No. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. I stopped at the, I stopped at the, uh, <laughs> the one in. Uh, Missouri? Yeah. Uh, Joplin. Yeah. So, That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, we stopped there a lot. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Cracker so Barrel. I stopped there at that Cracker Barrel and exchanged it out. Like. <laughs> Three hours later, That's hour funny. and I guess hour and a half. So later, then you had so. to find like a nine-hour book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. For the record, um, I I wouldn't like listen to the Twilight book again. I'm over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You really started this high, <laughs> ended it high. I think we're just gonna edit all that out. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks guys for being with us. Peter is still, you oh, know, ventriloquist puppeting over there probably, just looking. I can't wait to listen back to this because you probably hear a lot of pacifier. Oh, yeah. He just made a different Ooh, kind of noise. Peter. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I wish breathing, we had a wish we had a camera. Breathing heavy. The various points where Chloe just randomly jumps in my lap, oh, where she gosh. crawled across the yes. the the phone, and, and anyway. I've been like juggling baby yeah baby juggling yeah all right guys well thanks for being with us uh hopefully we'll be able to catch back with you guys soon for the christmas some, show some christmas special yeah the 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 podcast christmas special all right guys we'll see you next time thanks for listening good night